along those lines, we, we, are, we are a church plant. And, and I said from day one that I would need grace and I would need you to give me grace. And, and I've upheld my end of the bargain. I've needed grace, all right? <laughs> and, and you guys have definitely upheld your end of the bargain and you have been so graceful. You know, we, we come together and we are a, um, being a church plant, we are about obviously who we are, but also who we are becoming. And, and so we are a, a people, a body in transition. So there's always changes that we need to be discussing and changes that we need to be making. You know, when we first started, we, I think there was about 20 of us, and, and we started on a Sunday night back in March, pre-COVID, um, BC, before COVID. And um, there's a lot of things that we did there or that we're doing now that we didn't do there then. And we've had to add things and make changes along the way as we've kind of have grown together and come together as a, as a body. Last fall, someone sitting over here, and uh, I, I remember who you were. Um, I, I do remember who you were, but you were sitting over here. And the question was raised, when should we talk about or should we be paying a pastor? And, and I said, I said, no. And, um, and what you don't know is about the following week, I was sitting in Bob Evans and Kokomo with Ken Freeland, who was sitting at the back table a couple weeks ago. And he pulled me aside and he rebuked me. He said, Brad, you are wrong. And, and what he said made a lot of sense to me then. He said, you're planning a church. You need to create a church and create disciplines in that church so that they're paying a minister. It's not about you. It's not about your need. It's about planning a church, creating an expectations, so that that church knows to support and provide for a pastor. That was back in the fall, and obviously I've not done anything with that. Um, Ken, again, was here two weeks ago, and he wanted to have lunch with me, so I had lunch with him a week ago Friday at, at Wendy's in Kokomo, and, and he, again, he was very uh, complimentary of the, of the young men who stood up here at the call to worship, the call to worship and, and the music and, and that. But he says, I've got a bone to pick with you. I said, what's that, Ken? He said, your church needs to be paying a pastor. And I said, well, Ken, you, number one, you need to understand that the church has brought that up. The church has suggested that. And he says, I know, but the, you need to create that discipline. That was Friday. Doug Jivenin called me, and uh, Doug says, Brad, I want to I have lunch with you. When can we have lunch? I said, how about Monday? So at Monday, I was at Subway, eating with uh, Doug Jivenin. This is, this is the, the wonderful side of the job, right? Um, I was at Subway Monday, and D- Doug, everyone has been so encouraging um, to who I meet with um, in the, uh, um, the SBC, but Doug, Doug was very favorable, lots of things, but he said, there's one thing I need to talk to you about. And I said, what's that, Doug? He said, your church needs to start paying a pastor. And he didn't know that I'd met with Ken and had that conversation on Friday. And again, I told Ken, Ken, it's, it's, not, it's not the body. Um, I've, you know, the, the body is that raised that question. Um, but, he, but he said the same thing. He said, you need to create the discipline in the church. As your church is becoming a church, that's something the church at some point needs to make that transition. I said, all right. So I got up Tuesday and... Um, I like to listen to Nine Marks um, Pastors podcast, and uh, the topic this week was on paying your pastor. And they they gave a a biblical um, 
case for that. And I thought, fine, I'm going to, I need, I'm going to talk to Eric. And uh, Eric was the, the first couple that contacted me about um, planting a church. And, um, and of course, they're our treasurer. And so I'm going to, I'm going to call Eric. Well, Tuesday came and went. And I didn't get a chance. And uh, I knew, I, and I had it in my head, they're leaving Thursday. I'll just talk to them when they get back. So Thursday morning, Eric sends me a text. Because I earlier Thursday, I'd sent him a message. said, hey, Eric, I hope you guys have a great vacation. Be praying for your travels. Well, he sent me a message Thursday morning. said, hey, we're not leaving until Friday. And by the way, I, I want to come over. I got a question to ask you. I said, okay. So he comes over Thursday night. He sits down in my living room. And he says, Brad, when, when do you think we should start paying a pastor? <laughs> he had no idea what had happened. Obviously, I think God's at work. What, 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 I, what I want to challenge you to do is I want to challenge you to pray. And, and we will schedule something after Easter when we'll come back together and we'll, we'll talk about this. Okay, But what I want you to do is, is I, I really want you to, to pray. God speaks to us. He doesn't just speak to me. Okay, And I fully believe that. When God speaks, he speaks to the body. So I want us to pray about this. God, where are you leading in this? What do you desire in this? Because this is a big step as a church. Um, has a lot of implications. Where do we go? How far do we go? Um, but if we're ever going to move as a church into a place where we, we have a um, part-time or a full-time pastor, th- these are steps that we will need to make. So at some point we need to make them. So again, it's... It, I don't want you to be thinking about it in, in regard to me personally. Well, what does Brad need? What is Brad looking for? It's not about that. It's about being a church and taking that next step of growing as a church um, and creating that, that discipline. Um, so I'm going to read to you, kind of in that context, um, some verses out of Numbers. Just to encourage you in your prayers and, and our prayers. And by the way, this is, this is really how I want to handle things as a body. Because we con- we're going to continue to move forward. There's still going to be decisions that need to be made. Is, is we need to bring things. I love it, the fact that someone raised the question back in last fall. You, you, you were heard. Um, but we need to continue to talk. We need to continue to pray. And we need to continue to make decisions as a body for um, the church to the, to the glory of God. But we need to seek God in the midst of these decisions. In Numbers chapter 9, on the day that the tabernacle was set up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony, I'm in verse 15. And at evening it was over the tabernacle like the appearance of fire until morning. Just the glory of God in all this. So it was always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. Whenever the cloud lifted from over the tent, After that, the people of Israel set out. And in the place where the cloud settled down, there the people of Israel camped. At the command of the Lord, the people of Israel set out. And at the command of the Lord, they camped. As long as the cloud rested over the tabernacle, they remained in camp. Even when the cloud continued over the tabernacle many days, the people of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and did not set out. Sometimes the cloud was a few days over the tabernacle. And according to the command of the Lord, they remained in camp. Then according to the command of the Lord, they set out. And sometimes the cloud remained from evening until morning. 
And when the cloud lifted in the morning, they set out. Or if it continued for a day and a night, when the cloud lifted, they set out. Whether it was two days, a month, or a longer time that the cloud continued over the tabernacle abiding there, the people of Israel remained in camp and did not set out. But when it lifted, they set out. At the command of the Lord, they camped, and at the command of the Lord, they set out. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord by Moses. I I wanted to take some time to share that story. Because, you know, really, when you look at the Old Testament, and, and we could summarize the Old Testament with a, with a creation, right? And we could summarize with the fall, and, and with Cain and Abel, and, and then with Noah, and, and with Abraham, and with Joseph. and we, we have stories where we have seen God at work. And I think it's important as a church that we share those stories. You know, I think it's a pretty amazing story that encourages me of how this church even came together and, and our call to plant a church. That's something I would never, ever, ever do. Um, and now, you know, I think we're in the midst of another movement and, and call by, by God. And um, so I think it's important to give testimony to, to God at work and, and then to pray and seek out what he's doing. But it's important that we not have our agenda, but it's important we watch to see what God is doing and we join him there. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for being a God who does go before us. Lord, we are a people who so easily go astray. And Father, you give us your word that gives us guidance and gives us direction. And Lord, just as you led your people through the wilderness with a, with a pillar and with a, with a fire and a pillar of, of, of cloud, I pray, Lord, that you would just continue to lead us as you've promised But Lord, I pray that you'd help us to be patient. I pray, Lord, you'd help us to to wait, um, Lord, upon your moving. Lord, help us not to go too far. And Lord, help us not to, to go too short or not go at all. But Lord, when we see you call us, whether it's it's in this direction or or whether it's even a step of obedience in, in our lives, Lord, may we trust you to pick up camp and to set out and to follow your word and to follow your leading. Lord, help us not go anywhere where you, do, where you do not desire us to be. But help us, Lord, to be obedient. And help us, Lord, to, to live our lives in a way that you are glorified. Not me, not us, not, not, not even the name of this church. But, Lord, may you be glorified in this community. And, and, Lord, may your name be lifted up. May your kingdom be advanced. And may your kingdom come. And may we be a part, Lord, of ushering your kingdom into this community and into our families, and, and Lord, even greater in greater measure into this church. Lord, we are excited, Father, of, of how you are leading us. Lord, we look back, and, and at one point, it was, it, this was something that would never, ever happen for man. But Lord, through your leading, through your patience, and Lord, for leading us step by step, Lord, you've brought us here, and, and Lord, we are excited. But Lord, we're also excited of the places, Lord, that you've yet to take us. So, Lord, help us to to just set our eyes on you. Help us to grow together, Lord, as a body. Um, Lord, a a body that trusts you and a body that grows in our awareness in our relationship with you as well. Father, I pray for those in our midst who are hurting, knowing, Lord, that we are not home yet. We're still on a journey, 
And Lord, we're longing for eternity when, when the things that we long for will come to full fruition. Lord, comfort those who mourn. Be present with those who are lonely. Bring joy this morning to those in despair. Bring hope this morning to those who are struggling to find a way. And Father, even as we we sing and open up your word in a few minutes, Lord, we need your Holy Spirit. Lord, to do work in us. Lord, we can see how we ought to live, but we can't do it ourselves. We need your Holy Spirit to help us, to change us, to make us new. Thank you, Father, for being a God who's a, who's a heavenly Father and who loves to give us such things. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.